Hey, how you doing? It's me, Tony Salome, your good pal from your favorite reality show, 90 Minute Fiance. I've got a new deal for you that you won't be able to deny. Cryptocurrencies have been a huge market for a couple of months now, and NFTs are selling like ass cakes. So I thought to myself, hey, Tony, how are you going to capitalize off this digital age of uh, collectibles? Well, I'll tell you. It's called Crypto Titties. Each pair of Crypto Titties is a unique pair of breastuses that I photographed while hiding in the changing room of a Macy's department store. You got big titties, medium titties, and itty-bitty titties, if that's what you're into. Crypto titties are now on Rarible for 4 Ethereum, which is somewhere around $8,000 per pair, plus the $200 miners fee, and the miner fees to transfer Ethereum into your wallet. Come on, just pay those fees. I already paid, like, hundreds of dollars to mint these non-fungible tokens of boobs that didn't want to be photographed but hey it's art and no one can say otherwise so get all your ethereums in order and give them to me get yourself some crypto titties buy them for your family show them to your friends whatever man do what you want just give me money so i can buy more film for my polaroid camera that i use to Nothing. I I don't use. No. Anyways, crypto titties. Yeah, just buy them. Ladies and gentlemen, the short news with your host, Alex Nador. Hello. Hello there. Welcome back to the short news podcast. Happy Monday. Well, oh shit, I wrote this on, um. What day are we? What day is it? Tuesday. Okay. Um, geez. Geez. Well, welcome to the show. Hated by Ted Cruz fans everywhere. It's Tuesday, so happy Tuesday. Um, whew, this is going to be interesting. Um, this has been a decent weekend. I sold a bunch of NFTs. It was exciting. Um, I have two more that I'm trying to shill out, but no one seems to like these, so maybe I'm, I'm losing my touch. <laughs> When it comes to um, to art already, or maybe it's just a bubble, like everyone says, it could just be a bubble, man. Um, so you know that's what's going on there. Um, working on quitting vaping because it's too expensive, and the regulations are getting harder and harder every year to like even get vapes, and it just seems like a hassle at this point to keep going. And I don't want to be dependent on nicotine all the time it's not healthy it's time for this shit to stop 
So I bought nicotine patches and I, I have uh, I have one of those on right now. I have to replace it though. And I only have one disposable vape left. And then that's it. And then it's about to be out of juice. And then that, I'm and then I'm done. I can't even get any more of these if I wanted to. They don't sell them anymore. Um, so I hope that this goes well. And that I can finally quit. And I want to add in that if, uh, if I'm a little weird today, um, I can explain. Like that guy in Spongebob on, with the lollipop and the tricycle. Oh, I can explain. I took a bunch of mushrooms. Like today. Today and yesterday. Last night and today. Um, so I'm doing this show Joe Rogan style. And hopefully it doesn't go too off the rails. Um, I haven't experimented with psychedelics in a very long time. And this is something I think I need to work on being like, like I need to work on being less angry all the time. And this is helping. Like I've been feeling very patient today, not frustrated and on edge, except for when I was on the phone at the bank. But it's really nice to just be able to enjoy life and think about things from a different, more rational perspective. And, you know, I often use this podcast as a way to get out my anger and frustration with the world. And that's fine because there's a lot of things going on that are terrible that we need to talk about, but I need to approach them from a different perspective and with a different attitude. If I'm just another angry liberal, then who's going to want to hear that? So I got a, I got a decent amount of mushrooms, and I'm pulling a Mike Tyson, Joe Rogan for a little while, and uh, going to outer space here. And let me say, it is good to be back in this state of mind. Like, part of my issue is that I'm, I've been so depressed throughout the lockdowns and all the deaths that have happened, and pets that died, and terrible news, and I've just felt, I felt dead and empty inside, and that makes it hard to do the things that I like to do, like podcast, make music, do whatever, like at the beginning of this pandemic, it was fine, I was like, wow, like I don't have to go anywhere, I love this, and and I, it was a great way for me to get out my creativity, but after, you know, um, I don't, I don't know, like the, sometimes the energy isn't there, and been laying down a lot more, uh, like not out of sickness or anything, just out of depression. Because I, I literally don't know what to do with my life. Like, I've been stuck in the same two rooms for over a year and need something to change about that situation. It's not a healthy way to, to live my life and I need to find happiness again or at least learn how to be content and comfortable with the way things are going now. Because um, until today, I was it, it was hurting to keep existing and keep doing the same thing over and over again. And it, it also doesn't help that I've been um, drinking a lot for the past year. Like, too much. Too much. And it's definitely concerning. So that's another reason I'm taking mushrooms, because I want to figure out what's driving me to drink so much. So because I'm trying to cut back on my drinking, um, I bought multiple six-packs of cream soda. <laughs> um, cherry cream soda, I got root beer, uh, I got those nicotine patches, 
for like a whole month. And, and you know, like, still smoking weed. Um, but, you know, smoking weed is great, but it's not the solution. It doesn't solve anything. It just helps you for the time being. It's medication. Um, and like any medication, it's there for the assist. It's not there to be the end-all, be-all. So, um, you know, like I said, I'm on shrooms. Bear with me here as I figure this stuff out. <laughs> I appreciate you guys a lot. Um, really, like I'm not just, yeah, I love you guys, man. But I do. I do. Like, when when I see that people are listening to this show, it it really, it really tickles my, tickles my, my heart in a good way. I don't know if that's, do people say that? Everything is off today. Like I said, mushrooms. I don't, do I have to keep explaining? Whatever. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, right after I just said, yeah, I'm not going to let things bother me. Like, I'm going to live my life. Um, I need to address something that's been bothering me. And I'll try my best to approach this well. So, maybe I should be more fun about this. Um, oh, oh, um, we have our first podcast beef. And I don't know if I want to even give this person any attention because they're anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers, which just disqualifies them from any fucking argument. Because you're obviously too stupid to know how viruses and vaccines work. Otherwise, you wouldn't be tweeting things like, if you're vaccinated, why are you worried about me not getting vaccinated? Which is like repeating Tucker Carlson's bullshit points. Um, because there's thousands of other dumbasses like you, that's the answer, um, who didn't go to college and don't understand what science is, who are going to fucking infect one another because they won't get vaccinated. Why are you so against protecting yourself and other people? Like, I'm against a vaccine that's just come out. Okay, but you're totally fine with putting things into your body that have existed forever and are scientifically proven to kill you, but you aren't protesting that. You're volunteering. The vaccine is actually made to end the fucking pandemic we're in and have been in for over a year. Like, I can't believe this person is a podcaster. Like, how are they even allowed to be on Apple Podcasts? Like, I thought they were deplatforming people like that. I guess not. Um, like, you, you, uh, you right-wingers are going to be the death of us. For real. Like, wearing a mask and getting immunized are not signs of oppression or signs of weakness. That's ridiculous. We need to get more people vaccinated if we want to go back to normal life. Whether you like it or not, that's not a hostage situation. That is the reality of things. There is a novel virus that nobody has a fucking treatment or cure to, but we have this vaccine that is the best preventative measures that we have right now. Why are people not doing that? Like, other countries are begging for vaccines. They're burning bodies in India because the infection rates are so high. Like, I don't know if you guys forgot, but here in the U.S. last year, they were storing dead COVID patients in freezer trucks because they ran out of room. That's how severe this is. But people, people like this fucking conspiracy show want to focus on things that have zero tangible evidence to them during a time where we really need people to do the right thing. Like, we, we really don't ask for much here in America, even in a pandemic. It's just wear a mask, and get the vaccine. Those are 
simple things to do. But these people are more worried about whether or not they're cheap than contributing to recovering our society and, you know, not killing people out of selfishness. Try to change my mind. Try. Show me proof that Republicans care about anyone other than themselves and unborn white fetuses. That's why the policies they fight for benefit only those specific people and target and hurt everyone else. And they gaslight and try to make the rest of us feel like we're just looking for things to make into problems. And it's like, no, dude, the problems are so obviously there because we're fucking suffering from them. But that doesn't matter, right? Like, I put out a survey for a class project on Asian American hate, and legitimately people on Twitter were commenting saying there is no Asian hate crimes happening, and it's all made up by the media to stir up racial issues. That's insulting to the 65-year-old lady that got visibly drop-kicked in New York. You're going to tell me that was staged? Like I said, they act like the problem doesn't exist, or the other thing they do is deflect the issue and blame it and deflect the blame onto people who they do not identify with and don't like, which is why someone said most of the Asian hate crimes are done by black people. And, like, I don't know how to fucking respond to that. Because, like, as much as, yeah, there there are some black people hurting Asian people, but there's also a lot of white people hurting Asian people. I don't know what the stats are on that. And this isn't about black on Asian or white on Asian hate. It's just not. Like, don't try to make it into, oh, see, see, those people are doing it. No, everybody's hating on Asians right now. Everybody. It doesn't, let's not discriminate about the discrimination here. That doesn't make any sense. Let's not. Let's not be racist about the racism here. Oh, most of it is done by black people. I don't even, I don't think that's true. I really don't think that's true. Because I've seen like an equal amount. I've seen an equal amount. And we shouldn't even be putting it into those types of categories. It's just stop being racist to Asian people. That's it. That's it. I just put out this tweet with the link to the survey just because like I want to know from Asian people. Have you been through this shit this year? Have you been going through it? Have people been hating on you? That's that's all. I don't want to know. Oh, was it a black person or a white person or a Mexican that was doing it? No, I don't give a fuck. Just, we just need to figure out how to stop it. The, the xenophobia, the racism, all that garbage. Susie, what are you doing? Your butt is right in the microphone. Like, am I helping? No, you're not. You're not helping. Like, it just bothers me that they try to, like, still try to blame black people for something else. Like, this is not, this is not the thing. (laughs) Don't do that. You're just being more racist. It's like, number one, you're saying that the, the issue does not apply to you and that you are not part of the problem at all. Number two, you're being racist by blaming black people for something that they're not even, like, notoriously doing so you gotta you gotta get your shit together whoever it was that made that twitter comment damn i went on for a while about that but you know they they uh the like it's it's not about that it's about the republicans stirring up 
fear of Asians by claiming, by like blaming China for COVID, saying they intentionally sent it to us and all non-Asian Americans taking taking that and, and assaulting any Asian or any Asian looking person based on the surveys. Like even if they even if they aren't Chinese, anybody that just looks Chinese. Like I'm Korean and I'm still scared to go outside. I have to wear sunglasses and a mask and so no one realizes I'm Asian and pray that the half white side of me shows more than the Korean. Which is like a shameful way to live. It shouldn't be like that. I'm like being racist to myself. I'm like, no, you you look too Asian. Don't do that. Like because I don't want to get fucking drop kicked in the street. Dude, I can't wait to get out of this city. It's it's a mess over here. De Blasio's like, "Oh, it's the Oh, it's the summer of New York." No, dude, it's white boy summer. It's white boy summer. Chet already called it. And that's why I'm getting the fuck out of New York cuz I don't want to deal with the white people. I don't. I don't. The white boys specifically, the Chet Hankses. The bros that come out. White Boy Summer sounds like a terrorist attack, if I'm being real. <laughs> it sounds like... It just sounds like... Yeah, like it sounds like the storming of the Capitol Part 2. Like, FBI, if you're listening to this, you should be checking in on the White Boy Summer community and and make sure that they're not... They're not about to, like, storm the Pentagon or something. We gotta overturn the election, bro. Braj. <laughs> Yo, we was overturning this shit or what, Braj? So like I said, um, it's about Republicans blaming Asian people. They did this. They, they stirred up this pot. They made, they charged all non-Asian people, like emotionally charged them up towards Asian people. We're the scapegoat. It sucks. Um, I I just um, it's ridiculous. Again, and you know Republicans did this, and so when Republicans have anything to say, I know they're about to fuck someone over somehow. That's that's just the way it goes, right? So I don't take well to alt right conspiracy theorists trying to make their delusional reality into my reality. Um, these problems actually exist in our world. This is happening in our country right now. I heard a story from someone. Someone told me they're not even Asian. They're white. And they said they were harassed and called slurs, like the C word and all that, because they look Asian. They were like chased down the street. People are legit going after people for this. It's open season on Asians and Asian-looking people. We can't just pretend these things aren't going on while people are actually getting hurt. Republicans are so good at that. Like, there's like a, there's like a building fire or something. Republicans are like, oh, there's no fire. I don't know what you're talking about, but if there was, it's probably because the, 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 the Democrats... Like, there are legitimate issues happening here, and they just act like there's nothing. So, like, whatever. I don't want to deal with right-wing conspiracy theorists anymore. I Like, their minds are legit in Narnia or wherever the fuck they are. I, 
I don't know. I saw a new, <laughs> I saw a new video of Trump speaking at another wedding at Mar-a-Lago, and it's so funny. Like he looks like a pale, washed-up Hall of Presidents animatronic version of himself. That's like needs maintenance. For a dude who lives in Florida, he looks like he gets no sun. And of course, he's he's up there at the wedding saying all the hits, the fake news, the rigged election. Like, like, dude, you're supposed to get up there and say, I want to congratulate the bride and groom. Instead, he goes up there and starts holding a rally. <laughs> That's like all he knows how to do anymore. And I think the rallies were his favorite part of being president. Because they're like concerts, except he doesn't have any talent, like musical talent or anything. He just, he knows how to be racist, and people love that. They cheer it on. Yeah, the kung flu. Ah, yeah. Sorry, Susie. The kung flu. Yeah, everybody, we love you. We love you, Donald. Yeah. We hate Asian people, Donald. We hate them. We hate them so much, Donald. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my dick in my pickup truck for you, Donald. I'm gonna pretend it's your asshole, Donald. Donald, I love you, Donald. Donald, I'm gonna, Donald, I'm gonna get up there and I'm gonna, <coughs> Donald, that's what I'm gonna do to you. I'm gonna deep throat you. <coughs> you can call me Stormy Daniels, Donald. I thought I was straight, but it turns out I ain't. Cause of you, Donald. <laughs> I'm gay for Donald. This is going off the rails. I don't know. Why Why is the white trash guy high-pitched all of a sudden? I don't know. Mickey Mouse spent some time in uh, Mississippi. Hey, I don't know what you're doing around these parts. You don't look like you're from here. He's like, just racist Mickey Mouse. <laughs> the way Disney intended him to be. Oh my god. <laughs> I want to congratulate the bride and groom, but also I want to say this election was rigged. You all know that. Everybody knows it. Even Joe Biden. He doesn't want to be real about it, but it's true. The election was rigged. Sir, sir, this is a wedding. Oh. Uh, I know, but this wedding, this wedding has more, uh, credibility. This wedding has more credibility than the election. It's not a fake wedding, fake election, real wedding. I don't know, my Trump impression is, is getting worse and worse as the days go on. But yeah, I have to watch the new John Oliver episode where, uh, I saw he goes after Joe Rogan for his stupid vaccine comments. And good. I'm glad. Joe just says whatever he wants and it endangers other people. Saying like, oh, I'm just a moron goes only goes so far because that's putting the blame on your listeners for taking you seriously. Even though, yes, you were being serious. So stop lying about that. Like you fucked up. And you said some dumb shit. People agreed with you. Now you have to deal with the consequences of saying that stupid shit. This was a major screw-up. You're a comedian, not a doctor. You shouldn't be giving vaccine advice the same way I shouldn't be giving financial advice when I talk about crypto.
honestly, like there's not a lot of news going on. Like we can roast Ted Cruz in a little bit because, you know, he's been going on TV still, even though his face haunts everyone in their nightmares. But um, I've been trying to take this show back to my roots and tell some ridiculous stories from being a dumb college student or a teenager or whenever it was that these stories happened. You know, we used to do stories and stupidity all the time, but I ran out of stories or so I thought. Like, I've done a ton of stupid shit, though. There, it seems like there's a never-ending um, supply. So I think, like, I'm just not good at recalling things when I need them. It sucks, but they'll come to me at some point. Um, I'm just not good at recalling things on command. And, you know, it's also hard to know what I can talk about without going to prison for, like, drug charges or something. Like, statute of limitations, I know is a thing, but has it been long enough? I don't know. <clears throat> like, it's nothing terrible. I just did a lot of drugs back in the day. Um, I mean, I... There, there was this one time in sixth grade that I stole an eraser from the school store. That was like 25 cents and still haunts me to this day. So I feel like it would be fun. Um, sorry, my foot is falling asleep because of the way I'm sitting. Um, I feel like it would be fun to tell a story in stupidity for old time's sake. Uh, this one isn't really related to drugs, though. Um... Okay, so in college, I really didn't do a lot of um, a lot of chasing girls. I was more about just getting wasted every second of the day. That was my thing. That was all I did. So I didn't really care about that shit. I didn't. I didn't have a lot of sex in college. I really didn't. Like I was pretty like pretty incelish. Not like not like I hate women. Just like I don't care. Like I, I have substance issues that I need fulfilled <laughs> but um but you know this one girl I started talking to we had been hanging out and getting to know each other texting every day and I thought I thought she had feelings for me I thought she was cute and you know she invited me over to smoke with her and her roommate and that was fun it was just a regular autumn autumn night and I, I had a little bit of vodka and some bong rips it was uh it was going great so this uh, girl's roommate goes to the other room to get something, go to the bathroom, I don't know. And I'm chilling with this girl I'm into, we're alone. And she's like, oh, so cold. And me thinking, I'm like, oh, you're fucking smooth. Here you go, man. This is your in. I go, uh, I can warm you up. <laughs> and she, she goes, oh, no, no, thanks. No. So, <laughs> so we're just sitting there silent. And... And I really don't know how to come back from this. Like, I'm not the type of dude to be like, oh, well, fuck you. So, like, I'm like, I don't, I'm not mad. Like, if you don't like me, you don't like me. I just feel like an idiot. And, like, I don't know what to do because I don't know if you, like, hate me now because I, I just tried to make a move. And, you know, th th there's all those things going on through your head. I'm just a very anxious person. So, you know, being rejected like that knocks me back into my turtle shell. And just, like, my self-esteem is just fucking out the window, fucking gone. Just completely gone for months. Months. Did not make another move on another girl. Done. Months. Months. 
Um, so yeah, her roommate came back. We smoked, acted like nothing happened, and and I left. I I walked home, uh, embarrassed out of my mind. And uh, you know what's crazy? Um, Ashley lived in the house right next door while I was making moves on their neighbor, <laughs> getting rejected. I've been rejected a lot in my life. Um, Ashley even rejected me. Um, she says she doesn't remember this, but it's true. I don't forget those types of things. It hurts. Um, but, uh, you know, it happens. And I've looked really stupid a lot of times. And, you know, you just got to swallow your pride and move on. Um, but, you know, I'm not good at pumping myself back up after that. Building myself back up. Because it's like, okay, if they don't like me, then nobody likes me. Like, they, you know, how could anyone like me? Like, it, it, you know you know what I mean? Like I said, the turtle shell. Just retreat back into it. Just. And then, um, you know, like, that'd be me hibernating for the rest of the year, you know? <laughs> it was that discouraging. But. You know, I was also really thin-skinned back then, really sensitive. But now that I get a mild amount of hate messages directed my way, I'm able to deal with those things a lot better. Anyways, my little story and stupidity, I'll try to think of some crazier things that have happened. Um, you know, what's difficult is it's been so long. And I was on, I was on something for all of these stories whether it be weed, Xanax, alcohol, all of the above. You know, so it's all very foggy. So now, now, now it's all foggy. Um, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll figure it out. I'll, I'll write them all down on a piece of paper. Oh, I have them in a notebook somewhere. Fuck. From 2019, I wrote them all down for podcast ideas. Oh, wow. I have to find that. That's worth a lot to me. Um... I'll turn it into an NFT. <laughs> Fuck, man. Still no sales on my NFTs. This is sad. This is really sad. Um, so, so now, now, we're gonna do, as I descend into madness here, holy shit, um, holy shit. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm on mushrooms. I don't know if I mentioned that, but I did mention I'm joking. Um, we gotta go into roasting our favorite guy. Our favorite, favorite Texas senator who has, indeed, no testicles at all. I am a cowboy, and I am not wanted. Alive. <laughs> Nobody wants me. I was gonna do the Wanted Dead or Alive song, but I realized halfway through I sang it. And nobody wants me, so I'm a cowboy, and nobody wants me, and I'm not wanted. <laughs> nobody likes me, cause I have no balls, no testicles, yeah that's what they're called. I think, um, 
Alright, I'm sorry. I'm going crazy. Where is my browser here? I have this Fox News queued up here. It's not like I'm unprepared. It's not like this podcast is a, a day late or anything. You idiot, Alex. You idiot. No, I'm kidding. I'm not that mad at myself. I'm tripping and I'm joking. Ben Shapiro could have taken over, though, imagine. Well, basically, Alex is on mushrooms right now, so I'm going to have to take over from here. See, this is the guy that you follow. This is the guy that you follow. He is just on substances constantly, all the time. It, it's not even legal. What is he doing? He's not even a law-abiding citizen. Wait, he's getting, he's getting benefits from the government? What, what is going on here? We need to figure that out. We need to figure out what's going on here with Alex Mador. Look at my biceps. He does that. He like, you want to see the gun show? Yeah. And he, 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 he is very muscular. Ben Shapiro works out. He does lift. Like, I would not fight Ben Shapiro because like he looks little. But then you see the gun show and it's like, fuck. Fuck. He's got the guns to back it. Oh, we're fucked. I got facts over here and logic over here, like flexing his biceps. This is facts, and this is logic. The beach is that way, but it's a very liberal beach. I don't know if you want to go there. Very liberal beach. Yes. I don't know, Ted Cruz and Ben Shapiro are... That nasally part of the voice, that nasally part of the voice, you know? I, I have... I have no testicles. Okay, let's get into it. President of the United States will make his first address before Congress, a joint session. Ted Cruz, Texas Senator, is going to be in attendance this evening. Senator, good morning to you. Oh, wait, no. We need to see more recent than this. Senator Ted Cruz, Fox News. Uh, <laughs> Boring but radical. That's his fucking thing. Um, give me the most recent, yeah, we gotta go with this. The President of the United States will make his, good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning, good to be with you. Okay, so uh, it sounds like Joe Biden is going to be offering a whole bunch of new stuff at a very steep Free price. Stuff. A lot, yeah. Free uh, stuff, everyone. Hey, what's up, I'm Joe Biden, I'm just giving out free stuff, that's just, <laughs> What? You mean the government is doing their job? <laughs> you mean the government is providing services for people who need them that can't get them themselves because it's not actually, oh, the American dream, you can make it on your own, oh, no problem. Like, like, that's not the reality of things. But like, oh, okay, let's see what Ted has to say about the free stuff. I didn't get free stuff. How come I don't get free stuff? All I got was, hey, uh, hey, I got nothing. I got nothing. Nobody ever gives me anything. My kids don't even remember Father's Day. It's just like, who, who even, they don't even call me dad. They don't even call me dad. They call me, call me that thing. They call me that thing in the corner and they make me sleep in the basement. It's like, why do you do this to me? Like, you're my kids. I thought it was a game at first, but then they, they left me down there for six months. And I, I didn't know what to do. A lot of new free stuff, free uh, and you're stuff. shaking your head now. Well, look, I, I think you can sum up the first hundred days of this presidency, and I think you can sum up the speech that we're going to hear tonight. Boring but radical. 
Boring but radical. Is that what he's going to say? In, in three words. Boring but radical. Uh, I think Joe... Boring but radical. This is all I know how to say. Every time I go on TV, they ask me how is Biden doing, and I say, boring but radical. And I think I'm so smart. I think it is the smartest thing. You should put on a t-shirt. You should, you should buy that t-shirt so I can raise money to get the testicle transplant that I'm looking for and also get the penuma treatment that I've also needed for myself because I have a little teeny weeny little ding dong. It is the size oh. size of one of those travel size ladders. Not even. That's a wreck. <laughs> it's a little one, but it's a fat one, let me tell you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm crying. Oh my god. Let me tell you, it's a fat one. I got that big old fat one. You know, these women talking about their raps, I got a... I got a... A... Fat. A fat-ass dick. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. This is what happens when you give Alex Mador psychedelics and then tell him to do a podcast. Oh no. I can't wait for the Karen compilation. That's going to be so much fun. If this is like this off the rails. Oh, Biden is made. We're literally 36 seconds into this video. We're 36 seconds into this video. Decision. The Biden White House has made a decision to be as boring as possible. And, and you think of it, after four years of every day the president driving the news, um, I think it's probably smart politics on the Biden White House for people to wake up. He's just doing his job. He's not like, he's, he doesn't have a, um, a hankering, a hunger for um, popularity. He doesn't have a hunger for attention. He wants to do the job. He wants to repair the country. So, you know, going out and like tweeting things and causing beef with people like Rosie O'Donnell is like, is not, is not what should be getting done right now. The president should have never been doing that. No president should be doing that. That's not a politician thing to do. It's not anybody thing to do. I mean, I, I start beef with people, but I'm not a politician. That's the thing. Um, well, you start a lot of beef, I would say, Alex, you have hurt my feelings many times. You made my children laugh at me even more than they already did. Now they, they go around, they go around the, the, the house and they tease me. They go, Teddy, they go, hey, thing in the corner. You need these, and they hold up two eggs, two uncooked eggs. And they say, you need these, and they put them where testicles would be. And they, they go, ha-ha, you don't got any. Ah. 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 <laughs> it's, it's terrible. 
It hurts so bad. I just want... Can you buy my t-shirt so that I can get my panuma treatment and my testicle implants, please? So my children will stop laughing at me and Alex Mador will stop making fun of my voice. Because I think that if you give me a pair of testicles, I will sound like this. Baby, lock them doors and turn them lights down low. Again, 49 seconds into the video. Up and, and, and not... Ask themselves, what did the president tweet last night? Uh, what did he say? Right. I, I think you'll see a very quiet Uncle Joe speaking and, and giving calm, soothing words. But the underlying policies that are being implemented, this is not a moderate agenda. This is not a unity agenda. This is a radical agenda. Biden has handed the Democratic Party over to Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and AOC. And in 100 days, we've seen some of the most radical policies that have ever been implemented. We've seen the Keystone Pipeline shut down, tens of thousands of jobs destroyed with a stroke of a pen. We've seen trillions of dollars of spending. And tonight, Joe Biden is going to propose trillions of dollars more. He's going to propose trillions of dollars in additional taxes. If you're an American, if you're working, your taxes are going up. He's raising corporate. if you're like rich. Corporate taxes, individual taxes, the death tax, he's capital gains taxes, he's raising taxes on everything. And then the radical plan that I don't expect him to talk about, but it is front and center to his agenda is to pack the U.S. Supreme Court to put four radical leftists on the court. Yeah, it's called winning. <laughs> it's called having the winning strategy. I don't know. I don't know. You guys haven't really been doing a lot of that lately, so... I can understand your confusion. Take away our, our free speech rights. They want to take away our freedoms. They want, I want to be able to, I want to be able to be racist as much as I need to be. Liberty rights are second amendment rights. This is truly a radical agenda. Uh, and, and, and I think that's what we're going to see laid out in, in calm and dulcet tones tonight. You write on FoxNews.com in an op-ed, Biden's State of the Union update. Here is the truth that you won't hear from the president. Explain to the folks who are watching this morning how this really is a trickle-down effect. There is no such thing as a free lunch. They offer all these free things. And you might say, look, I don't own a corporation, so I don't care about the corporate tax. Or I don't make millions of dollars, so I don't care if the taxes go up for, for that class. How does it affect the person who is middle class? Look, there, there, there's a very simple cause and effect. If you want jobs, you want low taxes and low regulations. If you look throughout history, when the federal government cuts taxes and reduces regulation, we see more and more jobs and we see wages going up. If you want jobs to go away, it's also a simple cause and effect. You raise taxes, you increase regulation. Uh, you, you know, we just saw this week the, the new congressional census apportionment. If you look at the states that are losing population. So, so he's essentially, like, all he's saying is, like, yeah, rich people shouldn't have to pay more money and taxes. That's all it is. That's Biden's plan. Yeah, jack up the taxes for people that are making a shit ton of money so that people with no fucking money, people who are in the negatives, can, can, um... You know, get themselves out of that that situation they're in. It's not. It's really, really not that complex. Um. Jeez, Ted, 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 Ted. All right, three minutes into it now. Three minutes into it, we did it. We did it, boys. Two minute, two and a half minutes left.
Virtually every one of them are high-tax, high-regulation, blue states that people are fleeing because they can't get jobs. And virtually every one of the states that are getting additional members of Congress are red states with low, low taxes, low regulations. There's only one state in the union that is getting two new members of Congress. That's the state of Texas, because in Texas, that's where the jobs are. And so, you know, think back to the first year of President Trump's administration. In Texas, that's where all the jobs are for the right-wing podcasters to come over to and talk about how vaccines don't, don't exist or whatever they say. ...where we came together and we passed the biggest tax cut in modern times, and it produced this economic boom that, that by, by 2019, we had the lowest unemployment in 50 years. We had the lowest African-American unemployment ever recorded and the lowest Hispanic unemployment ever recorded. That was incredible success. Now we've gone through a global pandemic. Millions have lost their jobs. And, and what the radical left, and it's not Joe Biden, it's, it's the socialists like Bernie and AOC who are laying out the agenda. They want massive new taxes, massive regulations. That is going to kill jobs. It's going to drive down your wages. It's going to put you and your kids and your grandkids deeper and deeper in debt. And, you know, I've joked, not I my really hope that nobody tells oh, the no, Democrats what comes after a trillion. Right. Uh, I know. Uh, we're about to get a new like word. Uh, they said that uh, it's, it's, it's wow. said in the Washington Post. Today. Ted, Ted, you should um, you should go into stand up comedy, Ted. You should really go into stand up comedy. You should, um, you know, you should quit being a senator. Completely walk away from your political career. Forget it. Never set foot in politics ever again. Completely leave that behind. Like, forget it. Gone. And become a comedian. And then get booed off stage. Hey, I want to see it. I want to see it. uh, Posty and Schumer are channeling their members and telling the White House to go as far left as possible because they're not confident they can hold on to the House. But if the economy can somehow hold because it's been on the sideline, people might be thinking that these policies are working and maybe give Democrats at least one of the chambers for two more years. Well, I I think that concern from Pelosi and Schumer is right. I believe Republicans, we will retake the House in 2022. We've got to get to Election Day. We've got to survive the next two years. But, But the good news, there's a natural pendulum to politics. When one party gets in power, often they go way too far and the American people react and, and, and come back the other way. In this instance, Joe Biden is going so far to the radical yep. left that I think we're going to move back towards sanity. I think 2020. Oh, I don't think. Well, what sanity? So like poor people getting the help they need. Infrastructure that we need to be fixed or improved is getting done. Um, unemployed people are getting paid. Um, what am I missing? He's doing a lot of shit. He's done a lot of shit to help people out. We would be fucked if it weren't for what the Biden administration uh, has been doing um, decision-wise. And so to say, oh, return to sanity. Dude, the last four years before this have been anything but sane. They have been fucking nuts. Like, you know how many people started going to therapy because of Donald Trump? So many. Countless. He was great for the therapy industry. That's Ted Cruz. That's what's going on there. I don't want to... 
Ugh, look at that face. That is not the face you want to see when you're on mushrooms. Oh, God, he does look like a blobfish. Even more now. Even more now. Wow, that's a crazy looking guy. Um, Senator Tim Scott delivers GOP rebuttal to Biden's remarks. Uh, I got no comment. No comment on Uncle Tim. Uh, let me see. Karen's, Karen compilation. Um, sorry, dead air is not good on a podcast, so I'll just talk while I'm doing this. Um, so mushrooms, I do not condone them. Don't do them. Um, don't take advice from me when it comes to drugs because I have been in dangerous situations before. I, I did my research kind of before this. Um, I, like I know what I'm doing when it comes to mushrooms. They're, they're very mellow. Um, you know, I've got supervision. You got a cat. Um, I got soda, you know, lots of soda. Um, got this podcast. Um, so, anyways, sorry, I'm just talking to Phil time here because I'm, I'm looking for the Karens. Found him. Found him. Ow. I haven't come to the McDonald's for, McDonald's for uh -oh. about five minutes now, and I don't know why they haven't answered yes. the door. They haven't come to the... What's going on? Drive through. Are you guys closed, bro? Uh, no, they're, they're switching up right now. It's going to take a minute. I'm not, I can't help you. I don't, I'm, I'm all... So you guys are closed, bro, or what? Huh? You guys are closed? No, wait, hold on. Give me a minute. Let me see if I know what's going on. I'm not, I'm making... Yeah, I've been sitting here for about five minutes, and these guys have just been sitting there, and they're open, and there's absolutely no service. Um, no, they're switching workers. Like, because McDonald's is, as far as I know, a lot of them are 24 hours, right? So they have to switch people. They switch crews. They got, like, the night crew, the morning crew, the afternoon. You know, like, it's not the same people all the time. They got to transition them over. That takes some time. Just because you're in the drive-thru doesn't mean you're going to get served immediately if other shit is going on. Service here, and I don't know what's going on, man. This is, like, the worst McDonald's ever. Hi, how's it going, miss? What's going on with your service? What's going on with your service? So why are you recording? Because I've been here for seven minutes and eight seconds. For the two muffins? No, I've been in the drive-thru. No one answered. You guys are acting like you're closed. You know, you got people walking around. You then you should just, you should have just left. Go to Wendy's. Go to Burger King. Go anywhere else. You don't have to sit there and stay then. If it seems like they're not serving people right now, and you're not sure, and you go to the drive-thru and no one's answering, and it looks like they're busy with something, then you should probably go somewhere else and not pick a fight, because that's what you're doing. You created the problem. There was no problem here until you created it by picking up your phone, recording, and waiting to have a confrontation with somebody. You guys are during operation. You have operation hours, though, right? Yeah. Are you open right now? Yeah. Okay, so it's eight minutes and 30 seconds now. Okay. That I, and I used to haven't taken my order. Okay, well, I'm at the window now, right? I'm assisting. 
Uh, eight minutes and 50 seconds. Say, it, say, it, say that one more time. You could have what? I mean, you already got it recorded. So what else you could have just ignored me if I what? Said I could have continued to ignore you, but I didn't. So you were you were you were knowingly you're knowing knowing you knowingly ignored me, but you're saying that you came to the window because you, because you're here at the window. I didn't ignore you. I said I could have. You just said on recording. You knowingly ignored me, but you you could have continued to ignore me. I I sat there for three minutes, bro. It's on recording. You have terrible service. So you're just going to sit here and complain, or are you going to order? Uh, so, okay, can so I get the management? Okay. Can I get your name, miss, and your position? No. Okay. Dude, you're holding up the drive-thru. Are you going to move out of the line, or am I going to have to call the cops for call trespassing? Him. Call them, please. I call have them. To... I have it all on recording. Call okay, them. Okay, that's fine. I'm... Call them, please. Are you going to order? I'd like to make a report. Dude, I need... I'll make a report about your bad service and how you're trying to trespass okay, me because then... you guys have terrible service. Okay. I, I hope the people that are stuck behind him fight him. I really do. Like, like, what are you... What are you doing? There are people behind you. Yeah, I'm going to wait here until the cops come. No, just leave. Go to Wendy's. Go to Chick-fil-A. I don't give a fuck. And this is going to corporate. That's fine. Oh my god, can this I get goes on for a no. while. I, can I get a manager? This goes on for four well, minutes. Well, that's very unprofessional. Okay, I'm sorry about that, but when we're cleaning and other things, it's kind of hard to take well, orders. Well, close your clean. store. I can't close it. Why not? You're not you're not helping customers. I came to the window to see what you wanted. Eight Dude, minutes and 30 crazy. seconds okay, out? I came. That's not, I guarantee you, that's not how McDonald's works. Okay, I know that's not how it works, but at least I came and apologized and I said... How you did not I apologize. You okay. said you came to the window and said, hey, I could, could have continued ignoring you, but I decided not okay, to. so are you just going to... I liked your name and your store I'm number. I'm going to give you my name. Then, I, then, then call the cops so I can get your name that way. Oh, my God. Can you just please... Can I get your name? No, you cannot. Okay, then call the cops so I can get your name that way. I'm not going to give you my name regardless. Then that's fine. We'll sit here until the cops get here. Why? Because your your name well, has to go on the report. Talk, so that's fine. Here, that's fine. I'm telling you, you're gonna lose your job. You're gonna lose your job, dude. Dude, why am I gonna lose my job? You're the one that's we'll see. Here we'll your see. Time. Yes, wasting my time trying to order from your okay, company. You could have been ordered. You could have been ordered, and instead of here sitting here just fucking recording, then okay, you're gonna go viral, dude. That's fine. No, no. Give me your name. You are going to go viral, dude. For being ridiculous. Like. I I can't get over. It. Like how people go out of their way. To cause problems. I'm in your store I number and I'll leave. My name. I need yeah, your, your your store number. And, and your name and I'll leave. And your name. I'm not going to give you my name. Then uh, uh, Call the cops. Because I need your name. Oh my god. Are you. I need you to move because there's other And now you're cursing. There. I am a customer. I've been sitting here for now. Okay. You're not a customer anymore. You're not a customer anymore, dude. Nobody wants you there. Nobody's going to serve you. You have ruined McDonald's for everyone. Still, you're sitting here recording. I can complain about you. How am I going to have proof about your terrible service? How am I going to have proof of your terrible service? I'm in public. Okay, but I'm in public, lady. I'm in public. You're you doing a horrible job. Okay, you should lose it. But Unless I get your name, I'm not leaving. Call the cops. You're accosting me in my lunch break. You think I'm happy with your 
in service? You done Give me your name! Dude, you're literally screaming at a McDonald's worker who makes like $9 an hour to do this. And you're like harassing them over the fact that they're doing their job. Like, you, you are, you are fucking disrespectful. And now he's screaming like a military nut. And your store number and I'll be out of here. All right then, then we're sitting here. Then yeah, let's chill. Ma'am, ID and your insurance, please. Take a picture. You got me. Yeah, I also have your your license plate. All right. So now you're fleeing the scene of a wreck. How? When I got yours too. Did you hit me? Did you dial nine one one? Yes. Are they on the way? Yes. Okay then. Well, tell them to call. How am I gonna have them call you if you didn't give me a number? Do you have a phone number? Is nine one one on the phone? Yes. Come on. What's your phone number? Let me see the phone. Just give me your phone number so I can be in contact. Here, I don't believe nothing is. Why ready. is there like a two year old in the in the the shotgun passenger seat? That's not. That's not safe. And it sounds crazy. And it sounds. You just sideswiped me, lady. How did I just sideswipe you? And your car looks like it's previously already wrecked. Look at it. It's already wrecked. Because you drove out of the lane and you sideswiped me. You could have swiped. You could have paid attention to who was in the next. Oh, she's fucked up. That's what it is. You could have swiped. Swiped. That's when you know someone's on drugs. Is like they can't. They can't say words. Like me today. I I probably been uh you know blubbering all over the place. But um. No, that looks like a new, <laughs> yeah, that looks like a side swipe right there. Damn. I feel bad for the kid. I really do. Because, like, jeez, I don't know, like, what that, I, what am I saying? I know what that's like. My parents are, nothing, nothing. Next lane instead of driving into me. How, you could have hit the gas. How do you know? Oh, you know, anybody who wears a Mickey Mouse jean jacket like this? You can't see it, but she's wearing a Mickey Mouse jean jacket. I've had I've had a couple teachers, math teachers, that wear those. Stay away from those people. Stay away from anyone wearing a Mickey Mouse jean jacket. Because why why did they choose to buy a Mickey Mouse jean jacket? Who the fuck makes that decision in their right mind to buy a Mickey Mouse jean jacket? What? Why? What what is the point of that? Like, I'm going to buy a, um, no, Spongebob is actually pretty stylish. I don't know. Mickey Mouse is just weird. Like, why? What? Not even a cool thing anymore. I didn't hit the gas. I was driving in my lane and you turned into it. You ever heard of stay in your lane? How? You, you ever heard of stay in your lane? You see signals? You drove into me. How do you drive into a lane when you have your signal? This is all new right here. Yes, that's pre-existing. Okay. I'm not How? trying to blame you for that. I'm not blaming you for a pre-existing okay, damage. Okay, well, I got to go to f***ing work. Just give idea then. Oh. idea then. Wow. Wow. Fleeing the scene. You know, amazing. Did you get the license plate Mother number? Mother of the Year award. Wow. Holy. This lady is crazy. That oh is my psychotic. god. Lean the scene. Wait, she's coming back. She's coming back. 
glad she had to go to work. Oh, what? I'm not trying to leave. I'm trying to find out where I'm at to call the police. I don't even know. You're on division. You're in the, you're sitting there, but no police. Is, I'm on the phone, Lily, just dial 911 because whoever this man is, he won't give me his name. He won't give me his information. I got driver license and insurance. Can I get he, it, please? You're not the police. But you wrecked into me. No, you hit me. Whenever you get into no. wrecks, you exchange yes, information. You can, That's the way it works. That's fine, but I asked you to call Why the Why won't police. you exchange your information no. with me? You just said the police don't do minor claims. You because are you yeah, so you need to con you need to give him your insurance information so that he can get this figured out, so that he can get the dents fixed or whatever. Like you, that's that's how that's how this works. You can't argue that. Go through no. the insurance company, right. which is why we Where's need to exchange insurance? information. Where's it's right yours? here. Where's yours? Where's yours? Where's yours? Where's yours? I have mine. It's right here. I'm ready to make an exchange right now of okay, insurance where? information. Give it to me. I will as soon as you give me yours. Boy, the devil is a lie. Everybody know that's a trick. When he has a this whole lady wagon. who just let her car ride out into oncoming traffic with her you, kid I in was it. In my car, and you distracted me, and you're frustrating me. Use your head. Oh, is that they what happened? She she put the, she had the car in drive and it ran off with her kid. Oh my god, she that's is that drugs or alcohol or I mean alcohol is a drug, but you know you know what I mean. Like it's like something I would do on like Xanax or something. I don't have kids. And you shouldn't be driving on Xanax. Move into my lane. He is lying, girl. This man is making a big... Okay. She's not even talking to the cops. She's just talking to her friend. Well, the insurance can decide that. That's fine. They investigate these Let things. Let them do it. Okay, well, do give it. me your insurance. Your I will give you, you my it. insurance. No, obviously, that's a scheme. No, ma'am. you gotta be it's doing stuff. It's the natural way things go. You get into a wreck. That's ridiculous. It's like... Why do you have to make it more difficult? Well, you know why, because she she doesn't want to um she doesn't want to have to pay for the uh, for the damages, um, and and that's why. But I mean, listen, one time I was uh was driving to Guitar Center in my uh in my home home city, and um I was driving my dad's car. It's like a it's a big car. It's like an SUV, and pulling into a parking spot and I thought that I had enough space going it turning in and I like hit this lady's uh minivan or <clears throat> this lady's SUV and so I waited for her to come out and waited and they never came out for like a while and you know part of me was like you should just get out of here but I was also like, no, the right thing to do is to leave your number, your insurance information, and all of that. So I went into the, the Five Below nearby, bought some post-it notes and a pen, wrote all my info out, because by then they still weren't out there, uh, put, the, put the note on their car. They called me the next day, and that was that. Um, and yeah, it sucked, because that cost money to deal with all that. But it, it's the honest way to go about life. And we all have to follow these rules. It's not like, I don't know, like, 
I understand the frustration. I do, but at the same time, like, letting your kid roll out into oncoming traffic because you left your car in drive, like, you, you don't deserve to have kids. That was That was disturbing to watch that part, especially on mushrooms. Like, geez, child abuse. It's fucked up, dude. It is fucked up. Um... Let me see. I'm looking at relationship advices. Geez, some of these are heavy. Um, Alright, let me pause this real quick. Alright, we gotta help this dude out. Um... My girlfriend's best friend showed me messages of my girlfriend cheating and talking about sexual stuff to another guy that was supposedly just her friend. I've been nothing but good to her. No cheating or anything. How do I tell her why I'm leaving without giving up the best friend? What's the best option? Um, you don't have to worry about that. That's, that's the, um, that's the thing. You know, this this girl fucked you over. Your girlfriend just broke your fucking heart. Why do you care what she thinks about her friend who sold her out to you? Who, who told you, not sold her out, who told you the right thing that they should have told you, the truth. It's, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. Your girlfriend was not being faithful. Her best friend told you. And now you're just doing the right thing with that information. Just say, um, you know, I, I know about your messages to so-and-so, um, whoever you're talking to, and, and we're done. And you don't need to, um, like, you don't need to prove anything to her. Because she's already done enough damage that you have evidence of. So all you have to do is leave. You don't even have to say, like, your friend told me. Don't even say that. Just say you know. Um, and, you know, be specific as much as you can be. And, and then get out of there. Don't talk to her again. Just cut her off. Completely. And and that's what you gotta do. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a doctor. I I don't know what the best advice is. Um. I I think no contact is good. But anyways, um. I gotta go enjoy this uh this little trip I'm on here. Well, I gotta edit this, but then I'm gonna. I have OCD support group tonight. Um. So that'll be interesting how that goes. Um, to, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um, yeah. Thank you for bearing with me in this episode. Um, you know, I really, I'm working through a lot of shit. And I'm really trying to solve whatever it is that's making me angry and making me drink too much and be depressed and all of that 
and and, and you know you know I, I I appreciate all the people that listen. I do. You guys are fantastic, and I will try to be more on time with Thursday's episode. So until then, um, you can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Mador. My reflux, sorry. Or Instagram at Alex Mador. The, the Mador is spelled M-A-D-O-R-E. Um, in case you're wondering. Like Madore. Madore. Uh, I think it's Italian. Even though I'm Korean. And French Canadian. I don't know where the Italian comes from. What whatever. We're I'm just I need I need to get off here. <laughs> I need to get off the computer. Alright, well, this has been the Short News Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I love you very much. And make sure to wash your hands and brush your teeth and uh tell your cat that they're awesome. And your dogs, too. And your guinea pigs or whatever. And don't do drugs. Alright. Bye. It's really that time of year. And your team might finally do it. Or if you're a Rams fan, you might just want to book the trip now. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket closer to the day, or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime now with our friends at On Location. True 50-yard line seats, only available with On Location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs. On Location, yes, you want to craft a perfect confetti angel like I did? Go to the game with On Location, and it's not just about gameplay. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen to pregame parties featuring acoustic sets for Wyclef, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is offering the most exclusive ticket packages available. Want to know how? Visit onlocationexp.com forward slash SP56 or search Super Bowl On Location. That's right. Search Super Bowl On Location. Make the trip of a lifetime. It's your shot. Take it.